Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Having the number 98 Napa Auto Parts crew Honda for a ready auto sport. Alexander, so many strange, strange parallels to your last win last year. You won a wreath. You had a few fuel issues. And here you are victorious at Watkins Glen International, another iconic IndyCar track. Take us through your race and ultimately what led to your victory today. Well, first of all, yes, there, there are a lot of parallels, which is ironic or interesting. Um, but I think the difference is today we had the dominant car, whereas I guess in the 100s you couldn't argue that we didn't have the dominant car. We had a good car, but it wasn't the dominant car. So today I was finally able to prove what I've been talking about for the past months, two months, in terms of the step forward that Andretti Autosport has taken. And, how I felt that we had the package in the car and, and the people uh, to be at the front. We just had things go wrong and, and we weren't able to execute fully. But today was that day, despite the fuel issue, like you said, which was uh, pretty unlucky. But then, you know, it, it came around. It came good for us by, by getting that yellow flag that we needed to, to get our track position back. And then from there, it was a straight-up fight at the end with Scott and I. And um, I knew we had the pace. The, the Nap Auto Parts and Betty Honda was, was, you know, on on the same level as him all weekend and it was just about making sure that I did, you know, my job um, at that last restart and, and was able to hold them Take us through that fuel issue. So you came into the pits and there was something wrong with the hose? I don't I don't know exactly what happened. I just know they didn't get all the fuel in the car. Um, so we only did like six, seven laps instead of the, the full stint, which would have really hurt us, but then we got that yellow a couple laps later, so it all it all equaled out at the end. Questions for Alexander, starting with Bruce. Last year when you won the Indy 500, you didn't know what to do in victory lane. Yeah, that problem today. It's different, but yeah. <laughs> it was the same thing when I got pulled yesterday. Like I didn't, they were like stay in the car and it was just weird, right? But I mean, we've ticked the boxes now, right? I know the next time I win the 500, I know what to do. I know the next time I get a pull, I know what to do. And next time I want to race, it's not the 500, I know what to do. So I feel like we're good. I feel like the learning curve should be over, unless there's something else. I mean, I guess, you know, if it all works out and I win a championship one day, that'll be my learning experience. But I, I'll pay attention to the winner this year and, and mimic that. And last year, you formed a deep bond with Brian Herta. But this year, Brian moved down to Marco's pit. Uh, Rob Edwards took over race strategy. Jeremy Mills was your engineer. To have your first victory with two of them, how important is that for the future? It's critical for the future. I mean, it's it's getting another monkey off our back. Toronto was getting that podium kind of out of the way. Here we were able to get the pull out of the way and the race win as well. So um, the confidence of the whole 98 team is is an all-time high, and um, it's important to come at this time of the year. Is obviously we have one race left. It's an important one being double points, but as we start to look. And prepare for 2018 to be able to end the season on such a on such a high note um, is, is pretty special going into the offseason. David and then Wolfgang. 
after you all dashed into the pits at the end of lap one, uh, Ryan was saying he was disappointed to discover himself on flags. Uh, did you feel the same way, especially when uh, Helio was uh, able to get around you? Or did he know that you had the car to uh, catch him again once the flags came in? I was a little disappointed, but I think that, I mean, there was obviously a global greater picture that the team was looking at. I guess this point's not the right word. It was really hard on the outlap, especially because it was still pretty down at the time, and, and Elio got, got up to speed quite a bit quicker than I did. But I think I was the only car, really, that was able to hang with him and Scott on reds on the primary black. So that was confidence building, because I was, I was staying in touch with him, and the reds, they had a massive advantage over the blacks, which we hadn't really seen over the course of the weekend. So I knew that when I put on the reds, it was going to be it was gonna be game time. Unfortunately, I didn't get the full stick, because it was the Wolfgang and then Marshall. Uh, Alex, congratulations for us for the win. Uh, now, since you're an Indy car, you had also uh, experience on over Indy 500 win, etc. Nevertheless, looking to your background in F1 and your race experience in Europe, you think your road experience was helpful for this win here? Did you add in Europe in Formula 1? Yeah, 100%. I mean, this, this wasn't anything where throughout the race I was kind of second-guessing what I was doing. It was truly just a a natural 60 laps, was it 60 laps? 60 laps-ish, whatever it was, 60 laps. Um, and it wasn't something where I was white-knuckling it, like I sometimes am on short ovals. Um, speedways, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident now, but the short ovals, I think, are still my weakness um, if I had to be self-critical. So, yeah, I think this track really suited my driving style. Um, as I said before, it's fast, it's smooth, it's, you can get into a good rhythm. And, that was really just a second nature thing for me. When I was able to get in clean air, race people, do starts, restarts, it was all stuff that, that I've been doing for, for quite some time. Marshall? Alex, tell us what it's like to cross the finish line to checkered flag at full throttle. Not having to clutch and coast, but actually accelerate to uh, get a win. It was even on overtake across the line, which was just cool. Um, yeah, I mean, it was, it was different. Obviously, winning the 500 is enormous on so many levels um, but to be able to do this today to have a 12 lap shootout against Scott on the same equipment um, starting one and two and restarting being able to go and prove that I can beat him was, was pretty cool as well. You've also said a couple times this year that the potential is there silly things, misfortune, bad luck, a lot of little things keeping you out being where you are today. Tell me about just getting past that barrier. Does it feel like that black cloud fine? Well, it almost happened again. I mean, with the, with the fuel issue, I thought we were pretty much done. So um, we were fortunate, like I said, to have that yellow come out to where it negated those little things that had gone wrong. But do I think, I don't, I don't, I would never say there was a black cloud. I just would say that we weren't fully maximizing our potential for one reason or another. It wasn't necessarily human error, it was just circumstance. And um, today that we've done that, I think it, it's, again, another step in just internally and subconsciously proving to everyone on the team that we can do it and we have the capability and it just makes, hopefully, those next wins and photos um, come down much easier. Yes, sir, in the back, and then we'll go to David and Tony. Congratulations, Alex. First, uh, the two quick questions I have uh, to you. Uh, the first is, um, if I'm not mistaken, you arrived almost the last one for the briefing this morning, and you 
Now is uh, finishing first. Uh, this is some such uh, superstition from uh, you, or that? Uh, no, that was. This is just a bike. My coffee machine broke, so I was trying to fix it before I came to charge me. So no, I mean I'm not a superstitious person, so. Uh, I, I see. But they are It's like the school roll call here. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> uh, The second one is uh, you. You can confirm that uh, the monkeys came off your shoulder after the Indy 500. Maybe a couple of uh, people is, uh, had the critics and you know, the, the victory was unexpected, out of blue, and uh, you know it's just early or something like this, you know. And now it's. The monkeys came off the shoulder, so how do you feel? Is more confidence and finally after Toronto 2 podium, a nice breakthrough, the first uh, uh, road circuit. And what is the next? What is the next goal for you? Well, no, I think I think the month of May was our validation. Um, I was very, very adamant that I wanted to, to be quick and qualifying at the speedway um, to prove to the naysayers that we won just by two. So we started on the front row, we had a car to win, um, and we let, we let quite a bit of those for something up. So I think that was kind of our validation. The rest is, you know, we're just trying to, to be competitive in every race we can be trying to win. So um, in terms of what's next, it's, it's only Sonoma. I mean, it's a double points race. It's as valuable from a mathematical standpoint as, as the 500. So, we had a strong test there. Um, we were very strong there last year. It was probably one of our strongest tracks outside of Indianapolis. So, uh, high expectations. And uh, we need to really make sure that, again, we take all the boxes throughout the weekend and hopefully we can uh, climb a couple spots in the championship. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.